Sedano. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday than when my guy, Dr. Clapper, and the Weekend Warrior Show, 7 to 9 a.m., Saturday mornings. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. From now on, I am not Robert Clapper. I want you to call me Smokey. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Dr. Smokey Clapper. That's the greatest. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> wow. Listen carefully. That's Carol Kay playing the bass for Hogan's Heroes. Just awesome. Just an awesome woman trailblazing the world of music. The great Carol Kay. Speaking of trailblazing in a whole nother field, I'm joined now by the great Arnell McAtee. Thanks for getting up early to be with us. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. <laughs> what do you think of all this comparing you to Billie Jean King and Carol Kay? Um, completely not in their league, but whatever. I'm I'm local. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you're local now. But tell us a little bit, Arnell, uh, before we get into how this all started in the food business for you. Who are you? Where'd you grow up? Where'd you come from? What'd your father do for a living? And how did this all happen that you wound up in Ventura, California? Well, I grew up in Brooklyn, Queens, and Long Island, New York. (laughs) And I decided when I was 25 years old, when I finished my college education at University of Connecticut, that I was moving to California. (laughs) My father was a butcher. Wow. And although he was a really brilliant man, he only went to the 10th grade because his dad had a heart attack and all the sons had to go start Mm. to work and earn money for the family. But I used to go with my dad to the butcher shop and watch how he carved a piece of meat. And it was an art. And what I inherited from my dad was his engineering brain, just the way he would think about how things worked, Mm. putting things together. He was amazing. Wow. How many siblings, brothers and sisters? Two sisters, one older, one younger. Let me repeat that. Two sisters, one older, one younger. (laughs) (laughs) Sisters. There's no R in that word. Like water. Forget about it. Yeah. Water and coffee. (laughs) The more I'm going to talk to you, the more my punctuation is going to go out the window. I love it. I'm proud of that. And we'll have fun. (laughs) (laughs) So you now move out to Ventura and you start a family and then you realize in your daughters or in yourself first, that you have an intolerance to gluten, to wheat, to flour? It really happened with my daughters first. Hmm. First child was born. When she became one years old, she was just covered with eczema. Hmm. That was a little strange to me. I didn't want to put the cortisone creams on, and I kept thinking there's something wrong. Hmm. Then I had my second child two years later, and when my first child was three years old, and my second child was one-year-old, they both had eczema. The Mm. three-year-old, it started to wane, but the one-year-old flared up again. Mm. Well, I was very involved in an organization called the Lecce League, which was a breastfeeding support for moms. It was really amazing. Mm. And this older woman looked at me and said, 
I have a feeling she might have some food allergies. So that started me thinking, okay, well, I've got to figure this out. So I read on some books, and I figured out how to put her on what you call an elimination diet. Hmm. And I decided to actually put both daughters on it just on a whim, because the older one was now having some central nervous system reactions, temper tantrums, violence, hmm. screaming, shaking. And then she'd go to sleep and wake up and not really remember. Hmm. Well, my second child was in a fog. She didn't have the tightness. She had the brain fog. Hmm. So I went through this elimination diet. And at the time, the oldest was six and the youngest was four years old. And after three days, my oldest child went through what I call now withdrawal system symptoms. Hmm. She started begging and begging for bread in front of the refrigerator, like having a full-blown tantrum. Hmm. And I thought, oh my gosh, she's just asking for a stupid piece of bread. You know, maybe I'll give it to her. It's like I had one little character on the right shoulder and one on the left shoulder. Hmm. No, don't give in. Stick this diet out. But she's only asking for bread. Well, I hung in there, Hmm. and the next morning, she was focused. She had a good night's sleep, and I thought, wow. Hmm. So day by day, we added one food. We had like 11 foods we were going to introduce one at a time. I added one food at a time and monitored if she went to the bathroom what her mood was like, temperament. Hmm. Well, on the day that I introduced wheat, which I made an organic whole wheat bread with no eggs, because that was one of the allergens, it was just as healthy as could be. There it was, full-blown tantrum. Hmm. So that started me thinking. There were several things that she was reacting to, but the wheat was huge. Hmm. So that's kind of how I started. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, you're doing this all by yourself. You just got to figure it out. Otherwise, you just plot along and you just keep making the same mistake. It's just awesome that you were blessed with the creativity to to look for an answer. That's just incredible. Wow. Well, you know what it, what happens when it's your child, you know? Yeah. Well, once once I figured out gluten was quite an issue for both children because it did calm the eczema down, then I thought, well, 